Welcome to the Hollow Sky Podcast. We are your hosts, Stephen. And Kyle. Welcome back, Kyle. I'm here. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> it's pretty sweet. It is sweet. I have a lot of fun doing this. Yeah. It's a good time. Yeah, that's why every time we get together, we usually are together for about eight hours. Yeah. It's kind of like a job, but a fun job. It is. We don't, we, we're not the most productive people on the planet. Time management is not our forte. Not even close. <laughs> but anyway, we got carried away. So thanks for everyone tuning back in with us. We're glad you're here listening to us. Absolutely. We're going to get into today's episode after we get through all this business. So, you know the drill. All of our social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, just search us up at the Hollow Sky Podcast. Go there, interact with us, be part of the community, share, share our stories, stuff. share our stories and your stories to all your creepy friends, and get them listening to us, and that'd be cool. Yeah. Speaking of stories, Kyle, what do they do if they have a story? They call in. Okay, cool. How do they do that? The phone number one eight seven seven eight zero zero Hollow H O L O. Four six five six, <laughs> or you can use your smartphones, which most people have nowadays. And there's a voice memo app on there. You click it, you record your story, you save it, and then you email it to us at the Hollow Sky Podcast at gmail dot com. That is correct. So yeah, if you got stories you want to share, do that. Even if they're secondhand stories. You know, if like your buddy tells you a story. Yeah, we want to hear it. Yeah, for sure. That'd be cool. Or if the government has some secret files that you just seen and you want to tell it. Blow that whistle. Let's do this. See a UFO? We did. Took a video of it? Send it to us like you all did last week. Yeah, we didn't take a video of it, but we got videos. Yeah, and pictures, which is cool. Thank you for everyone who had a part in that. And the one that was hand-drawn by the government. That's not that cool. I know, it's just a balloon. Yeah, because that's the government's go-to whenever someone sees a UFO. Hey, it's a balloon. Don't this worry about true. it. This is true. Also, if you listen to us on iTunes, pop on over there and give us a review. Hopefully a five-star. Write something nice about it, and we'll shout you out on here. We're not shouting anybody out today because we don't have any new ones. So, womp womp. Go I ain't worried there. about it. Me either. It's just cool. Because I tell you what. It helps us. Oh, Australia is picking up steam. They're yeah. coming for you, UK. <laughs> we do have a lot of listeners in Australia, so all of you down under. Yeah, if I could do a legit Australian accent, I would, but I wouldn't do it any justice. We so. would lose listeners. Probably. <laughs> We'd totally lose listeners. Most likely. I feel like Australia is one of them places where a bunch of weird stuff happens. Yeah, we want some Australian stories. For sure. Any of our listeners from Australia that has weird stuff happen call us email us like we want to know some of your real weird aussie stories yeah same way with the uk hit us up uk for sure like especially like cryptids and stuff we want to compare them to the the us's cryptids see if yeah. there's some weird goings on either way and we get, love you guys yeah you guys are gaining steam helping us out with our downloads it's awesome keep up the good work across the pond what a stupid phrase I know. I don't have the, the bond. They don't have to work very much. They just hit download. Yeah. But still, it's still cool. And then listen, it is cool. It's awesome to know that we're being heard around the world. They probably make fun of our 
American accent. I would. Yeah. Dumb. Australian accents are pretty cool, though. We're getting way off. I know. This is dumb. Anyway, thanks again for all the downloads everywhere. Everywhere. And we're going to jump right into a call we received that is pretty awesome because yes. it's our first cryptid call. Yeah, and it's awesome. And it's a Bigfoot call. It is a and Bigfoot call. That's dope. It is dope. Spoiler alert. It's a Bigfoot call. And it comes from family, which is cool too. That's from cool. Oregon. Well. Oregon's a long way away. It is a long way away. But I feel like it's super squatchy out in Oregon. For sure. A lot of woods. Yeah. So if anybody else has seen Bigfoot or the Sasquatch or the Abominable Snowman or the Yeti, the Yowie. And we've we've dubbed him Uncle Bigfoot. Yeah. That's who the call came in from. So, yeah, check that out. If you got a Bigfoot story, just follow those ta- those coattails and send it in to us. Yep. So here we go with the call. Check it out. Well, I guess I don't know how to start this, but I live in Oregon, and I hunted out in the same place for 35 years. Uh, My wife always goes with me early in the morning. We leave around 2.30, 3 o'clock so we can get to our spot. And um, she usually sits in the car with my big old coat anaconda, you know. So if anybody gives her any crap, she's got that gun to protect her. But anyway, my encounter with a Sasquatch is pretty, you know, strange like other people's encounters or scared, you know. But this one I wasn't scared, even though my hairs in the back of my neck were rising. It was pretty foggy. And, um, well, as I was walking down the road to my favorite spot, you know, um, I seen a herd of elk. So I stopped on the road because the elk couldn't see me because I was downwind. And um, I waited and waited for about mm, 10 minutes and all of a sudden something scared the elk. They just took off running like the bat out of hell. And um, all of a sudden I got this strange feeling and it seemed like, you know, like something was watching you or something was close by. And, um, it felt weird anyway. Well, anyway, I, I stayed there, you know, standing there, not moving. Just listening and moving my eyes back and forth and very little with my head going left to right. And looking up in the hill and on the ridge. And, um, all of a sudden I seen a shadow come out, you know, from my right eye in a corner and it came in front of me about oh I would say maybe 50 yards 75 yards and uh, like I said I was downwind but he, I don't think this Sasquatch noticed me and um, as it walked it walked like an ape but human though too also I swear it had to stand about maybe seven feet, seven and a half feet. But anyway, it was a a reddish brown color. Its hands and its back and everything was 
humongous. I mean, the back of my hairs on my neck just stood at attention, and the fear was there, even though I had my pistol and my rifle with me, my 7mm, but, you know, it didn't see me or anything like that, and I was watching it, and it just kind of walked into the woods. That right there was my first encounter seeing a Sasquatch for many, many years. And I've hunted up in the same area for 35 plus years. And I know that terrain inside and out like the back of my hand. And um, I told my wife about the encounter and she would, her mouth just dropped. And um, the wife knew by the tone of my voice that I was pretty scared. And anyway, we got back home and I started talking as usual with a couple friends, you know, that I know personally, and they kind of, oh, really, they were pretty interested, but they kind of doubted me, you know, so I just kind of kept it to myself and never said anything, and finally, you know, um, my niece says, get on this place and tell us your story, so that's what I'm doing, and hopefully, you know, um, You guys listen to it real good and stuff like that and you know and I I know it ain't much you know I know it's a short story you know but you know this, this is what happened and you know they're out there spiritually you know I believe in being a native Indian you know and um you know they're human beings just like us and very curious and they just want to be left alone as long as you leave them alone you know it's just like a, a force. But anyway, that's my story. Have a good day. So, what did you think of our very first cryptid call? I think it was awesome. I do too. I'm stoked on it. See, this was the first time I've heard this call. And I normally do it this way. Steve's usually the one that listens to the call first and I'll usually save everything for when we actually decide to air that call. And I just asked Steve, I'm like, so is it good or what? And Steve's like, this guy's telling the truth. It's awesome. It's yeah. just, he, he sounds genuine. Yep. Like he sounds like, I don't know him, but he sounds like a person that wouldn't bullshit, you know, right. I mean? especially something about that. Yeah. And I've, I've been into cryptids for a long time like i'm a pretty big skeptic but this this stuff interests me the idea that there is something out there i feel like there's way more of a probability of there being something than they're not oh for sure you know what i mean absolutely and you have accounts like this over and over and yeah. over and over and over and over and over and on that note even if 10 percent of them are seeing something that is you know, like a Sasquatch, like it's still out there. You know For what sure. I mean? And what it's, it's awesome. What I like about this story in particular is a, it does come from family. So that's awesome. B the guy telling the story, he goes into an awesome amount of detail. He paints that picture like you're there, but it's so subtle. Like, 
I feel like if you were going to make a story up, it wouldn't be as subtle as this. Yeah. Like how he, he basically observes it. You know, it, it doesn't really notice him, doesn't pay a whole lot of attention. It just kind of does its thing. Yeah. You know, and I don't know. It, and the way, just the way he sounded, the way he talked, I don't it was it was awesome to sit here and listen to this story. And I spend a lot of time in the woods, and I know you spend a ton of time in the woods. Right. So it kind of hits close to home, like being out there in in the forest and having something come out and like actually seeing it. And yeah. like he said, he felt it before he saw it. Like he felt right. his the hair stand up on the back of his neck. Yep. Like something was gonna happen. Yep. And I mean, not to play on stereotypes but maybe that has a little bit to do with his native american background yeah i mean he said that it's been in his history forever yeah and he knows that i mean i believe him when he says he knows that terrain like the back of his hand because a lot of those hunters do when they they hunt that terrain time and time again i mean they they learn every little place and i love that he talks about it with a respect Yes. You know what I mean? Like, it is an actual being. Yes. That he knows exists, that he respects, yeah. that, you know, the the culture as a whole respects. Right. You know, that, I feel like that comes with a lot of validity. Yeah. That it's been in the history forever. Yep. I don't know. Once again, it was a super awesome story. I'm so glad he took the time to share that story, not only with us, but with all of you. And I hope all of you take this story like we did. Yeah. Because it truly is. It's amazing. And I know we've got a lot of, especially around here, around home, a lot of guys that spend a lot of time in the woods. Yeah. So if any of you have seen anything, heard anything, seen footprints, anything, get at us. Let us know because, like I said, it's our first cryptid story, and I'm super stoked on it. Yep. Like I said, I the guy's family, I got to meet him for the first time a couple of years ago at the Mejia family reunion. And I don't know, just talking to the guy was a pleasure. It seemed like he he's into the things that we're into. Oh yeah. You know, and that's awesome. It was. It was a great experience. And if any anybody else, because I know you know, we went to Michigan for the family reunion. So if any of you guys up there have any stories to share, especially being from the native background and just being in Michigan. Michigan's just it's, I feel like it's got to be full of this type of stuff. Yeah. You Real know. squatchy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, it, you know, if you if you, any of you have stories, please share them with us. Definitely. We love some cryptids. Yep. And, you know, once again, like I said, thank you so much for sharing this story. Yeah, we really appreciate it. So tonight on this episode, we're going to talk a little bit about glitches. What's a glitch, Kyle? A glitch in the system. What system? The apparent system that we're living in. The Matrix? The Matrix. Oh, snap. So, with the glitches, I think I think the glitches are weird. Because they're so minuscule sometimes that it's hard to justify them. So, Tell us what exactly is a glitch in the Matrix. Well, go watch the movie The Matrix. Because <laughs> in that movie, there's a scene in particular where they're in a building and Neo 
which is played by Keanu Reeves, who's awesome, sees a cat walk by. And then he double takes and sees the exact same cat do the exact same thing. So, like, it glitched. Like, it repeated itself yeah, like real it quick. it started over. Exactly. That's why I say it's minuscule. And, oddly enough, not to be a showboater, but, and I, I highly doubt this was a glitch for me, but one day I was brushing my teeth, and it was just so weird, it made me double take and think of the movie, because here I am brushing my teeth, I look up into the mirror, I see my dog walk across the door and he's walking down the hallway so he comes into into my view and then out of my view. I put my head back down, I look back up, and he walks from the same <laughs> side in the exact same way. That's creepy. Odds are he snuck back by me. I didn't notice him. But if not, then there's the glitch. Loco's right. kind of an angle <clears throat> though. He is. He's probably just messing with you. He's an old cranky dog. He is. Who's probably a drug dealer. Also true. He's got that going for him. Also true. But yeah, there there are people out there that believe that we are living in the Matrix slash simulation. (laughs) Wouldn't that be messed up? It would be. But as Elon Musk said... It's more likely that we're living in a simulation than not. Why can't they put me in a more awesome simulation? That's a very good question. I want to have a talk with the simulators. It's probably Elon. Elon, if you're listening. We need to have a little chat. This game of Sims you're playing with my life isn't very fun. (laughs) We need some cheat codes. That'd be dope. Anyway, we're carried away. It's late. It is extremely late. Forgive us. A little bit of late night rambling. Yeah, we're going to... um, We've done some research and we found some of these uh, glitch in the matrix that people have come forth with. Some of them are really strange. We're going to share them with you and see what you think. See if you've ever experienced anything like this. I almost attribute it... Like, it's not quite deja vu... You know, some people think that might be a glitch in the matrix, but I don't yeah. really think it is. I think they're different things. I don't that's know. That's the only thing I can kind of attribute it to. Yeah. Like shit that's happening that is like, you know, it's not supposed to be happening. Like, but some of these other stories are really strange. Like people that see the same car drive by like six times, not necessarily the same car, but the exact same model, the exact same make, the exact same year, the exact same color. Right. Red stories like that. Where people see people that are there that shouldn't be there is the only way I can explain it. Yeah. It's, it's bizarre. It's a cool little uh, niche that we can get into and talk about. Yeah. I think it's going to be a fun one. If anybody's had any weird, weird things that happen after we get through this and you can kind of relate to, let us know. We'll gladly share it. The world's a weird place. It's a weird simulation. Hey, Elon said it. He builds flamethrowers. He's pretty much one of the smartest men on the planet. He's pretty much a computer. He probably is a computer. Yeah, like if if he doesn't have some sort of nanotechnology in his body, I will... 
I don't know what I'll do. I was yeah. going to say sell a kidney, but then he'll probably call me out on it and want my kidney. But He'd probably do something really cool with it. Yeah, he'd probably fly like it, shoot to it to Mars. Mars. <laughs> <laughs> Put a flamethrower on it. There you go. But it'd be cool if you listen to the podcast. That would be awesome. I'd feel pretty happy. I'd feel happy until he took my kidney and shot it to Mars. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh my God. I digress. We have looked up some... Uh, instances of these glitches in the matrix we found online where people posted them we're gonna share them with you see what y'all think hopefully you enjoy the episode so this first story i got for you it sounds like the guy was on a road trip and he says we were on a road trip with my family we stayed at a hotel for a night our room was nothing more than two beds and a restroom it had a big mirror across from the beds everyone went to sleep but me I stayed up playing a mobile game I was addicted to at the time. It was about 2 a.m. and I went to sleep. When I woke up, I noticed something was just ever so slightly off. The mirror was gone, the room had two separate bedrooms, and there were three beds. Apparently, I was the only one who noticed it because my family called me crazy. Still confused to this day as to what happened. Um... That is more than just something slightly off. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. That's uh, that's like being in a different room. Pretty much. That's it's it's weird. I don't even know how to explain it. It's weird. And the fact that his family didn't notice it is even more weird. Also weird. Yeah. So you go to bed and you wake up in a different room, but it's the same room, but not the same room. That messed me up too. Yeah. Especially, and then you try to explain it to your family, and they're like, no. That didn't happen. Like, are you okay? That's whenever I would get accused of being on drugs. So is the, it begs the question, is everyone in the same matrix? So if this glitch happened in this guy's matrix, but it didn't happen in his family's matrix, how are you ever going to know? I feel like everybody would be in the same one. You'd think, but this goes to like, Right. Otherwise. But maybe... So, how to explain this? So maybe the, the glitch only happened for him. Like, like uh, okay. So let's say the room was supposed to do this. Like, the room messes up. It's like, oh... Reset. The, it's, yeah, it's actually supposed to be this way, not this way. And so, by it flipping... It worked for everybody else but this one guy. I know it's I'm not explaining it very well, but I can I can envision it in my head. So they're supposed to change something, right? To fix it. And the fix worked for the rest of his family. Just they're not like, okay, yeah. I mean this is how the room's always been, it's how yeah. it's supposed to be. But for him he's like, No. It was something completely different at first. I don't feel like I'm explaining it very well. No, I understand it. I totally get it. Right. It, it's almost like are, are some people more in tune to it than others? Like, do Maybe. some people notice it more? Or is it does it not function as well for other people? You know what I mean? Like, when yeah. they, when say, whoever's running the simulation hits the reset button to fix something, some people are just kind of out of the plane. Of, yeah. Well, it'd be like, I guess if you break it down and take it for it being the matrix you would almost think that say this kid who it messed up on 
for lack of better terms, his coding was broke. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or, like there was a piece of coding for him. It almost makes me seem like, like it's a video game. Right? Yeah, that, that's kind of how I'm picturing it. And the video game resets. Say you say you're just playing The Sims. I know that's a terrible example because we're talking about simulation, but it's the only thing I can think of. And you set up a room this way, and all the Sims are living in this room. Right. Well, you don't like the room like that, so you reset it. Right, and they basically rebuild it. Yeah. And there's one of those Sims that knows that the room was different. Exactly. Before you reset it. Exactly. But all the other ones are just blissfully unaware. Yeah, that they're this like, is... oh, this is how it's supposed to be. Yeah. It's... That kind of shit messes with me. Dude, and... It makes you feel so out of control. Yeah. Of everything. Like, your entire life is just, right. like, you can't do anything with it. <laughs> that sucks. That would be a horrible feeling. Yeah. Don't reset my life while I'm sleeping. No. Unless it's, like... It, it throws back to that lamp story. You know, yeah, that's exactly. what makes me think of. Exactly. The mini-sode. If, any, if you guys haven't listened to that, go to the mini-sode, What's With The Lamp. Yeah, it's really good. It's, uh, it's, one of it's my a strange more, story. One of my favorite episodes we've done so far. So I'm going to bounce in with a story I found from Reddit, which is pretty bizarre. So here it is. One evening, a man and his wife returned home from dinner. When he opened the door, he saw his wife sitting at a computer doing work, which is a normal sight when he gets off work, except for the fact that his wife was entering the house with him. When they went to bed, he told her that he'd unexplainably seen her sitting at the computer earlier. She got very serious and told him that when he opened the door, she saw herself also sitting at the computer. No. Dude, that would trip me out bad. That is Evan weird. Okay, the one one thing that I would want to know from this story, which I know that we're not going to get this answer. Maybe we will. Did the one at the computer acknowledge them? Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't. That say. would be weird. I found that. OG, It'd be weird OG either story. way. Let me see if I can find that out. You know, that would be. It, it would be weird either way. It is. It's, how would you even? It'd be one thing to try to explain it to your wife. Like, yeah, I saw you at the computer when you were behind me, not at the computer, but you were at the computer. But have her flip and say, "You know what? I've seen it too." Yeah. Yeah. It's not cool. Not cool at all. I don't know. It doesn't say if she or if the secondary wife acknowledged him or not. Right on. It almost I mean, makes you wonder, like, like <laughs> if 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 they're just time slips. Like if he walked into a time from earlier that week where she was at the computer, and then it flipped and tried to write itself. Like, oh, it could. Because we like we all consider time as like this linear line, like it goes in a straight path only forward. Right. But I don't feel like it works that way. Probably not. I'm it's sure there's just, a whole lot to it that we don't even. It's just begin set up for us us to understand. You know, you're born, right. you get old, you die in that order. Right. Things things get old and they 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 die. But I. Hey, Hollow Cult. The weather's getting nice, and you know what that means? It's cryptid hunting season, and the first rule to cryptid hunting is good footwear. That's why we're excited to announce our partnership with Tacovis Boots. When you're out hunting the dogman or stalking Chupacabra, you don't have time to break in boots. That's why Tacovis is so nice. They have first wear comfort. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with their styles when you're out hunting cryptids. And let me tell you, their styles are on point. 
I've always considered getting me a pair of snakeskin boots, and their pair is mint. They also have crocodile boots, caiman boots, ostrich boots, regular leather boots. They they have it all, and it's it's ridiculously awesome. You can even stop by their the local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. So just imagine yourself getting a pair of legitimate snakeskin Hollow Sky branded boots. How awesome would that be? Nothing is going to intimidate a dog man like a nice pair of gator skin boots. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Almost feel like time doesn't work like that. Probably not. You know, like I think, I don't know. It opens a whole can of worms, a whole rabbit hole we could fall down oh yeah we'd fall forever you know like if the the history that passes us like what we lived yesterday is it is it gone like does it just disappear yeah that is a a plaguing question you know what i mean like yeah like this very second now that it's gone did it does it just not exist anymore yeah and that that also brings you to like how they theorize that we have we are energy, right? So you'll have your I know it's going way off topic, but you'll have your <laughs> that's fine. Like your ghost hauntings, the re- residual hauntings that it's theorized it's energy, right? Over and over again. But if time, if this second that just passed is over forever, then that would leave no room for that theory of ghosts and their energy. Yeah, does it just not exist? Like, exactly. Have you seen the Stephen King movie, The Langoliers? I don't think so. Where these people get on this plane, and a bunch of the people end up disappearing. I might have seen but it. But it's almost like they fall behind in time, and there's these creatures that go behind eating the past. Just I think I have seen that movie. Away. Yeah. I always, I always like think about that. Like, is that, is that, that a, suck. is the past disappearing just far enough behind us that we stay ahead of it? And what happens if you fall behind that line? God, I hate these because it, it is, it's such a way of thinking that it makes your brain just hurt. Like those people that just disappear off the face of the earth. What if yeah. they couldn't keep ahead of the line? What if they fall into the past, Dude, but the past sucks. isn't anything? Well, how do you, this is how my brain works. How do you, this is what ahead. I deal with. How do you keep ahead? Nobody, no, you don't have to worry about it because you don't know your head. Touche. It's just kind of like the missing plane. Yeah, that was M3, suspect. MH three seventy or whatever it is. It was suspect. Maybe it fell behind. No, it was a conspiracy. Yeah, we'll was. have to talk about that one later. We probably will. Yeah, I'm sure but, we will. Yeah, back to glitches in the matrix. It just like these stories just set off your brain. Yeah. So here's another one that I found that I thought was pretty interesting. She says, I went to camp when I was around 12-ish. Took one of those disposable film cameras with me. Cell phones were still in flip phone phase, and I didn't have one. 
took a picture of two people I made friends with there. One of them appears in the photo twice, in two different poses entirely. Still weirds me out when I come across this photo. What? Yeah. Dude, we need to dig and see if we can find that. Tell me that's not trippy. I wonder if she put the picture online. Well, I hope so. We'll have to dig. That's crazy. Yeah. One person twice in the photo. That's bizarre. Yep. I don't even know how to begin to explain that. Dude, it reminds me of the picture that my mom and my sister found of me. Of you. From the present. Dude, that is, that's crazy. In a photo from the 90s when I would have only been like eight years old, but I'm in the picture yep. giving the metal sign. Yep, I've seen the I've seen the picture. It, 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 is, it is crazy. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure that I'm a time traveler that hasn't got to that point in his life yet. So if anybody has a time machine that I'm supposed to test out and go back and troll my mom in a Girl Scout photo. <laughs> you think I'd do something totally cooler with time travel, but instead I'd just be a douche and troll my mom. Oh, dude, it's totally cool. Photobomb my mom. Did you grab some Girl Scout cookies? I don't remember. I haven't been there yet, except that I was there, but I oh, wasn't. Well, that's true. I got to go back, though. Right on. I'll share that picture. I might have already done it, but I'll do it again. Yeah, might as well. It's a good one. Yeah, people that know me can see me and know it's me, but it's not me because I've been young. But I would like to see that picture of the same person in the photo twice doing two totally different. It could have been like, I guess it could have been a double exposure. Maybe. I don't know how that works. It could have. I don't know anything about it either. Unless she took like multiple pictures at the like of different times, like yeah, and they crossed over, maybe I don't know. It's bizarre. I don't know how that works. It is weird. I'm just taking it for what it is. Yeah, it's definitely bizarre. Absolutely. All right, that brings me to my next uh, entry into the Glitch in the Matrix series. So here it is. An off-duty EMT was driving home through a storm when he spotted a Mercedes parked past a barricade with its hazard lights on. He stopped and walked over to it, shining his light in the back seat, where he saw a man slumped over as if he were sleeping. Initially, he thought it might be a car full of drunks, but in the driver's seat was a man sitting upright, staring straight ahead. He didn't blink, move, or respond to taps on the window, and the other passenger was slumped forward on the dashboard. Creeped out, he stepped away to call the sheriff's station. Dispatch asked him for a license plate number, but when he went to check, a large truck was coming down the road, so he waited for it to pass. When it did, the car was suddenly gone. There were trees in one direction and barricades in the other, leaving the man wondering how in the world this car and its mysterious occupants could have just vanished from right before, right in front of his eyes. That one's weird. I mean, if they just, like, were there and gone. Just with a car passing yeah and there was no way for them to get out they couldn't the trees were down one way and there were barricades the other way right and you feel like an emt kind of a respected individual yeah i mean for sure his occupation doesn't necessarily vouch for his moral compass but you kind of take it with a grain of salt that they're usually pretty straight shooters exactly the fact that they don't respond to any of his like Attempts at getting their attention is bizarre. Yeah, I don't even know what I would do. Like if you're, so you're sitting there, you're trying to talk to somebody. One of them slumped over. Yeah, I mean, you're thinking. My immediate reaction would be like a heroin overdose or some shit, you know? Right. 
so you're trying to contact them, make sure they're okay, coherent, whatever. Then a car passes. You go to call dispatch to let them know what's going on. So they're like, hey, get the license plate number and we'll see, we'll see what's up. He's like, all right, let this truck pass. Oh, wait, nobody's there. Like, I would, you would. I would turn around and drive away. Well, you would almost think that. Deuces. You'd, be, you'd almost tell yourself, I must be tired or I must have been seeing things. Like, there's no way that there was a car, you know, people in that car. And now, all of a sudden, they're just gone. That doesn't happen. But, I mean. And that's what I mean, like, when we. We talk about glitches, so to speak. Like, to an extent, some of them can be almost explained, but almost not. It's almost like yeah. like with this case, you could be like... He didn't see it. Yeah, I was tired. I must have just been, like, daydreaming, basically. Or Yeah, but the guy has so much detail. Right. I'm not saying that the story's not true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying that, in hindsight, you could... Yeah, I'm quote, just playing like quote, devil's unquote, explain these things away. If he didn't see it, if it was a figment of his imagination, like he took it pretty far away right. to even call dispatch and be like, hey, I got this car off the side of the right. road and I need you to run the plates. And... Yeah, but I mean, that, that comes with everything in this field. You could sit there and come up with BS solutions to all everybody's yeah. stuff. So, I mean. It's just another like. The term glitch in the matrix, I feel like, paints such a broad picture. Like, it's oh, just sure. something that you can't explain. Something yeah. that shouldn't be happening. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I can't explain it any better than that. Well, and I don't... I don't know. There's, I'll save I'll save some of our final thoughts on this, but... Your yeah, turn. It's, it's all strange stuff. This one, This one's weird. I don't know that I'd fully chalk it up to... Glitch in the Matrix, but it's a crazy story, so I'm gonna go ahead and tell it. Is this which one is which one did you pick? The dad story. This one's weird. This one's bizarre. Yeah, I say bizarre a lot. My sister makes fun of me for how much I say bizarre. <laughs> Shauna yeah. makes fun of me for saying right. I say right a lot, but it's whatever. So here we go. My dad used to get up around 3 a.m. every morning for work. Starting at a very early age, I would wake up on my own and wander downstairs to see him before he left. One morning, when I was about four years old, I made it to the bottom of the stairs and noticed that the front door was ajar. I opened it up and saw my father in his favorite work shirt making his way down the driveway to his truck in his typical work outfit, plaid shirt and dickies. I swung the door open wide and yelled for him to come back for a hug before he left. He slowly turned around and just looked at me and started walking back towards the house. He was looking so strangely at me that it started to scare me and I began crying and asking what was wrong. Just as he almost reached me, a pair of arms encircled me from behind in a bear hug. I turned my head to see my understandably freaked out father staring at his doppelganger in the same outfit. The double took one look at my dad and ran down the driveway. Meanwhile, my dad yanked me in the house and locked the door. Weirdest morning ever. Never did quite figure it out. I would not trust my four-year-old memory of the event if it wasn't also witnessed by my father. He won't really talk about it these days, but my mom has since told me that he called out of, of work and she said she spent all day reassuring him he wasn't a nutcase. That one, that's probably the weirdest one I've heard. Dude, that is weird. Okay, but here we go. I got one for you. 
let's put a spin on it. What if, which I guess it doesn't really explain things, but it's kind of a fun thought. What if dude out in the driveway was looking so weird at his daughter because he saw himself standing behind his daughter and was like, what are you doing behind my daughter? Well, then I guess I wouldn't explain it because that that one runs away. Yeah, why but it's would a he weird, run away? It's a weird thought. Dude, it makes me think of Back to the Future. Like, you're not supposed to let yourself see yourself. Right. That's what I'm thinking. The fact that he turns around and runs away. Yeah. Like, I could see it if he saw his daughter. Like, okay, say, say outside dad is from a different timeline, right? Mm-hmm. He sees his daughter, and he's just taken aback at the fact, like, say he's from a timeline 20 years down the road. His daughter's not four, year, four years old anymore. She's 24. He sees her being four, and he's like, holy shit, like, this is really happening. Like, I am in the past. So he's looking at her like, like that, that is my daughter from 20 years ago. Right. Then the other dad, he sees the other dad, and that, he's like, holy shit, like, I'm not supposed to see this guy. And that's when he turns around and runs. But the only difference is that they're the same age. Like, she says they're the same age, we're in the same place. Right. They're fun thoughts, nevertheless, but... I don't know. This is a weird one. It makes you think, like, it makes you wonder if these, when these glitches produce doubles, which they do sometimes, are these doubles nefarious? Yeah, because... Like, are they bad? Yeah. Because we we obviously weren't there. We couldn't see the look in this guy's eyes. Like, was it... Was it, was it confusion? Or was, was it the it, shining? Yeah, was it, like, crazy? <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm like, I don't know. Like, you could pick up vibe from the way people look at you. Like I said, we weren't there, but if it was a nefarious vibe, which apparently it was because she was, she did start to cry. And I mean, if it, if it's spook, like the dad's reaction is going to be a normal dad reaction. Was It could have been anybody walking toward his daughter. He would have scooped her up and her Absolutely. But the fact that it messed with him so bad afterwards, they had to call out and like he was questioning his sanity. Yeah. That's deep that's bizarre it's deep that one i've read that one before like because we we're always like semi doing research on this shit. yeah we're always looking for stuff to talk about and i read that one and it kind of stuck with me like it's a weird one man it makes you wonder what if you what if you ran into yourself you know like what, what would happen strange. if you shot yourself you just got to a dark place kyle why not i'm just thinking <laughs> I'm just thinking from protect, protective dad's point. Like, oh yeah, if if what if he, he just would have like, reacted? What if, yeah, exactly. Like that's that's a good point. If he would have, he would have had a gun and he would have like, don't touch my daughter, blast, and then protective dad disappears too. Dude, that'd be weird. Which would make the daughter disappear because if the oh, dads we, are gone, yeah. <laughs> the mom See? comes downstairs for coffee and she's like, "Where is everyone?" But what if the Matrix resets and she never had a family to begin with? She doesn't Touché. even miss it. That would break time. Maybe people are resetting the Matrix to fix all these times, like the effed up time. That would be horrible because you have to know that eventually it's not going to work out. Then just reset the whole thing. Restart yeah. the router. Well, it'd be like, it'd be like, which is way off topic. Here we go again. Sorry, but guys. If they ever invented time travel. I'm going back. No, because once that starts, it'll just be dominoes. Oh yeah, once boom. Once you start time travel, once you invent time travel, time travel's always existed. Which that statement in itself is 
sheer insanity. You know what I mean? Because you can go to any time. Absolutely. Once it starts, it's always been there. Yep. Try to wrap your brain around that. No. Okay. <laughs> it's too late for that. <laughs> but you got any more cool stories? Yeah. I got one more. I can't find it, but I vaguely remember it. I just think it's kind of a cool story. This one kind of... Okay, I'll tell it first, and then I'll swing back around to a story that you shared with us before in the alternate universe story. Because these things kind of go hand in hand. A little bit. Like, same path, different roads, I guess. Yeah. So here's this one. It's a simple story. A guy has a girlfriend of two years named Susan. One night, he has a dream that he's cheating on Susan with his ex-girlfriend. In the dream, while he's having sex with his ex, he looks over and standing outside of the window is his mortified girlfriend, Susan, crying. He forgot about the dream, but a few days later, when he was hanging out with Susan, she told him that she had a weird dream a few days earlier. She describes the dream. It's exactly the same dream he had, but her point of view was her looking through the window. What? Yeah. So, dude dreams he's cheating on his girl. Right. And his girl catches him looking through the window in the dream. Yeah. Doesn't think anything of it. They're hanging out later. She's like, hey, I had a dream you were cheating on me. And she describes it, but it's the exact same dream, only it's her looking through the window. Yeah. Which makes me go back to the story that you shared with us in the alternate reality episode where you said that you were almost in like a... Yeah. Like in a... Yeah, my personal experience. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. It makes me wonder if the guy that was with... Your wife was you, just from a different perspective. Right. Like that. Like you bled. Yeah. It's like you're bleeding into something else. Like a different timeline. Yeah. You're bleeding into a different timeline and then coming back. I don't know. I don't like it. It is weird. Because I know when it happened to me, like I told you, dude, it felt real. Like it didn't feel like a dream. It felt real. And like, what's going on? For them to share the same dream from different perspectives, That's which even makes you weirder. wonder if if these glitches fall into that state, is every dream that you've had about someone else, do they have the same dream from a different perspective? Dude, I don't know. I know that I t- I'm pretty sure I told my wife about that experience, and she she didn't say that she had that same dream or anything like that, but. It would have weirded me out 10 times more if she would have been like, that's so weird because I envisioned basically the same thing. Except to you. To a different degree. You it'd know. be a different, yeah. Yeah, different points of view. Do you remember, did you, did you, in in that instance, did you, did you get a look at the guy? You, I don't think you said you, you saw his face. I don't remember his face. So it I totally. Remember, I remember like. He didn't, he had facial hair, but it was more of like a. So do you, Kyle. I know, but his was more of like stubble, like a little bit longer than stubble. And then it was darker hair than mine too. It was more black. So it could have been you, is what you're saying. It could have been. Probably was you. Which I don't know if that makes you feel any better. (laughs) No, it's still weird. But that's, it just kind of made me think, like, I'm not attributing your experience to dreams, but, like, the 
<laughs> the scenario kind of reminded me of it. Oh, I guess. dude. <clears throat> it totally could have been a dream, but I don't know. It's just one of them. It was just weird because it felt so real. And we all have the dreams like that, but I don't. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that I was more or less awake when I experienced this from my understanding. It's hard telling. You yeah. Know. That's it's, bizarre. It, it was weird. But I thought that story was kind of kind of cool. Like I said, the glitch in the matrix paints such a broad brush about strange, yeah, strange events that that one kind of falls in there. Yeah, and it makes you wonder. Like every dream you have that involve other people, are they having a similar dream from a different perspective? Yep. Yeah, well, and like we've talked about in in prior episodes, you know, I'm the more we dive into this stuff, the more my mind opens up to the further possibility. Because I know we got a couple emails to read about sleep paralysis and stuff like that like oh, yeah i don't know like the more you you start looking at this stuff the more you wonder what's connected and what's not yeah and what if we are peering through some type of veil through these quote-unquote sleep paralysis or dreams or deja vu or glitches, glitches or what, yeah whatever maybe it's all just part of one big that it's possible thing trying to wake like wake us up like it's totally possible come on guys get with it it's totally possible or it's possible that we're looking way too far down the rabbit hole could be we do that I don't think that's the case I think there is something weird going on sometimes we tend to do that Kyle we do tend to do it but that's what makes this fun yeah you know true that so my last story like I said, I couldn't find it, so I'm not, you can't quote me on it, but, so basically is this guy, he's walking from a train, and I guess, I'm assuming he's got his Google Maps pulled up to the, the destination that he needs to walk to, and it takes him to this point where it's now under construction, he can no longer walk this way, He sa- he says there's a it's all boarded up. It's a, basically a giant plywood wall, but it's got a plywood door. And he said, the strange thing is, is it has a sign on it that says, under construction, no unauthorized entry, et cetera, et cetera. But there are normal people going in and out of this, this plywood door. So they do not look like construction workers at all. No vest, no hard hat, no nothing. Normal. Like I just picture business people. Yes. And he said there was even elderly people walking in and out of the store. So he's like, well, maybe, maybe I can go this way. You know, maybe it's open and they just haven't taken the stuff down. So he, he approaches the door. He goes through the door and he says, I didn't go through the door much longer than the person before me but when I crossed the door all I saw was like a random pile of sand random pile of gravel and then some other debris from a construction site no one no one to be found didn't see a soul anybody noticed like a a gravel walkway road that led off into the distance and he was like, well, maybe I can just follow this. But by that time, he 
went to walk down it, but there was a big like skid steer coming at him. And the guy looked at him like, what are you doing here? You're not supposed to be here. So he turns around and goes back out the plywood door where for whatever reason, everybody outside now is looking at him like, why did you just come out of that place? That's like he weird. Was looking at the people coming out. Yes, exactly. That's weird. It is weird. And it's weird that he went into this place expecting to see at least, at the very least, the last person to walk through that door. And no one's there. So, But he, the way he made it sound in his, in the story was that there wasn't just one person walking through this door. Like, I envision it like you said, business people going in and out of a, like a business complex, like that's at, what I at high volume, you know, two, three, four, five people at a time, just boom, 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 going in and out, in and out, in and out. So it's almost like, like maybe that door was a, a gateway to another dimension almost, or some shit. Yeah. Like that's what I, that's what it puts me in mind of. And he wasn't supposed to cross that threshold. Or when he did, it kept him on the same plane. He walked into the construction zone. Yeah. But these people that are coming and going were passing into something different. And that that begs the question. Oh, man, it's so weird. It begs the question, like, are these people, were those people part of something that he's not part of? Like, not supposed to know about. Yes. I just wish I could, like, talk to him and be like, were there still people coming out after you came out? Or right. Stop. And that's like, see, that's what after you finished it, that's what I think. Like, he walked through the door, and he was where he was supposed to be in the construction right, zone, right? Which makes sense. But all these other people, where were they coming from? Where were they going? Because he said there were people coming in and going out, right? Yep, going in and going out. So they had to they had to be going somewhere. Absolutely. That means different timeline. Yeah, and he made it sound like <laughs> when, he, when he crossed that threshold. The area was big enough where you couldn't just go in there, oh, make a shit. turn, and be gone. What if when he came out, he came out in a different Fuck that. timeline? That's why, ev- or different universe. That's why everyone was looking at him weird. Now, this dude is stuck in this universe. Nope. And he doesn't know it. But we're in that universe because we read his story. That'd be weird. Bam. It's a good thing we don't have video right now. That's what the fuck. I don't know. I don't know. Like he walks through the door and he's like, "Oh, it's just a construction site." Well, there's no one here, so that's weird. But then he walked back out. It was like he doesn't even know he's in a different, an alternate universe right now. Yeah. Someone needs to tell him. (laughs) Like I don't even know. (laughs) My brain has just stopped. It's not even real anymore. Someone needs to tell that guy. Hey, that bro, you're in the wrong timeline. You need to go back, just go back through the door. Shit, dude. He probably went home to his wife that isn't his real wife. Oh, uh, that'd be weird. You start noticing things that, just little, little things like, why? And you post it on Reddit and everyone's I, like, don't worry about it, it's fine. Yeah. Why are you wearing gold earrings? I thought you hated gold. Yeah, yeah. Why is your birthmark three centimeters to the left? You're meticulous if you know that. She's your old lady. You got no shit. That's true. 
Dude. Be required to. This I weird. think we should end on that one. Probably. That was a good one. And we're getting, we're running close to our time. Yeah. There are a ton more of these oddball stories. Oh, there's so many. So we can come back and touch on this if everybody enjoyed it. Enjoyed yeah. just listening to us read these weird, this weirdness. Yeah. Let us know. And if you guys have anything, any experience like this, like you've seen your double, or you've seen things happen and then they happen again. Holler at us. Please. So on that note, we're going to wrap this up. Catch us at all our social medias. Facebooks, Twitters, Instagram, Everything. YouTube. Everywhere. Interact with us. Talk to us. Share our episodes. Just make, help build the community. Yep. And if you have any scary, any scary stories, <laughs> any weird stories, Kyle's going to tell you how to get them to us again. You can call in at the old hotline. Be one eight seven seven eight zero zero hollow, or you can use your voice memo recorder app. You record it, email it to us. Wham bam, thank you, ma'am. We air it, we talk about it. Easy as that. It is easy. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in again, and until next time, all of you, stay weird.